So at least once a week, I get someone asking me how to overcome the objection. We have a vendor for that. We're using somebody for that. Here's the thing. We have a vendor for that is not an objection. Imagine for a second that it's 2011 and you are an SDR selling iPods and you're selling them specifically to people that run long distances. They like to run with music. Here's the thing. Anybody that likes to run with music in 2010 is already getting the job done. They're using a flash player, a hard disk player, perhaps a CD player, or maybe they just like running without music. So when you cold call, if you bring up those vendors in advance, it's gonna be very difficult for a prospect to say, we have a vendor for that because you're bringing them up. Here's what that might sound like. Hey Pete, this is Josh with Apple. Uh, we've never spoken before, but I came across your name because I'm working with a couple of athletes in the Boca Tri Group and was hoping I could ask you a couple questions. Do you got a sec? Uh, sure, how can I help you? Thanks, so random question, Josh. When you go on your long runs, are you listening to music on a flash-based player? a CD player, or you prefer it quiet when you run, and then shut your mouth. It's gonna be almost impossible for the prospect to say, well, I have a vendor for that, because you're proactively bringing up the vendors. If they're using something different, they'll correct you. So for this scenario, let's imagine that they say, well, I'm using the Rio flash-based player. Just in case you weren't into the portable music scene back in 2010, flash-based players typically held about 15 to 20 songs, which is not a problem if you have a 15 to 20 song music catalog, but if you run long distances and you're listening to the same 15 or 20 songs over and over again, and you got 100 songs, it can be rather annoying. Back then, it was a hassle changing music out of portable music players. It took forever, so we had a tendency to just leave the same songs on there pretty much forever. Enter the iPod, a thousand songs in your pocket, and instead of a two-hour battery life, 10 hours. That's only gonna matter to people that have a big music collection. It's not gonna matter to people that don't like to run with music or people who have a small music collection. Benefits only matter if they matter to your prospect. What I'm suggesting here is to let go of assumptions and discover if the prospect has a potential problem rather than assuming they have a potential problem. So what you wanna do is ask a question that makes prospects scratch their head and think, hmm, I'm not sure. That might sound like this. What do you do when you're on your long two plus hour runs and you don't wanna listen to the same 15 songs over and over again? Do you put it on shuffle? Do you change them out like once a week? Or how do you deal with that? And then shut your mouth. What you typically hear when you poke the bear is someone having a little bit of a hard time answering the question. They might say, well, I change them out once a week. It's not ideal. Or I listen to the same songs or I have it on shuffle. And then from there, you simply presuppose that somebody has already considered or knows about your product or category of product you sell. That might sound like this. You've probably considered the iPod. You've probably looked into the iPod. Answers will fall into one of two categories. Yes, I looked into it and here's why I didn't buy it. And now you can discover a little more truth or I don't exactly know what that is. What is it? And then you can explain what it is, but in a way that will leave prospects wanting more. Here's what that might sound like. Well, with the iPod, you can put a thousand songs in your pocket and have a 10 hour battery life to which the prospect usually says, how does that work? And now you can simply ask for the meeting. The takeaway, stop having monologues and start having dialogues. Turn your statements into questions. Stop pitching, start poking.